to another week of It's Just My Thoughts. And I'm your host, Mika Reeves. And y'all, I'm back. I'm back. I know y'all have been wondering where I have been. And I was supposed to launch, relaunch in June. And it was so many things that happened in June that we are going to discuss today. I have Leslie on. Hello, hello, hello. And we are going to discuss some things. Uh, the biggest thing is that we got engaged. <laughs> we are newly engaged women here. And um, so we're going to talk about uh, how it all went down, the road to the engagement um, for the thought of the week. But first, I'm going to catch up with you because I haven't talked to you guys in a while and just talk about what I've had going on. So um, I decided to make some changes with the show. So I took a pause just to kind of think. Um, as you know, for my uh, fellow listeners that's been listening for a long time, I am in school to be a therapist. And so um, I use the podcast a lot as a platform as purging and just having like honest conversations. That's important to me, but I felt like that was important to you as well. And uh, it became kind of difficult to talk sometimes because I was kind of mentally drained a little bit from going through the semesters. And so like this semester, I kind of just wanted to take a pause and uh, finish up and then I'm going to revamp some things. So some of the new changes that I'm going to do to the show. It's still going to be kind of the same. We're still going to have a thought of the week. We're still going to have um, a deep dive discussion, but I'm not going to always talk about mental health focused things. And so it might be times that we might talk about other things. And so that's really the major change really is that you might see me have different kind of conversations sometimes, but it's going to be basically the same premise, but that's the only way that I can kind of keep this going um, as far as like just being present with you guys. And that's what I want to do. I just didn't want it to always just be, you know, serious conversations all the time. Um, so I wanted to take a break and kind of revamp it and kind of, you know, think about, you know, what I wanted to do. So that's kind of how it's going to go down. So it's going to be the same, but you're going to just see some different conversations. We're going to have some different people on and uh, just to make it more open discussion of other things other than just mental health focus. So uh, I kind of wanted to um, change some stuff up so I can still be, you know, fully present. Okay. So also let's talk. Um, let's see. Everything else is pretty much kind of the same. I'm still rocking and rolling. I feel like I've been super busy. Les and I have been traveling a lot, um, which we're going to kind of talk about. Uh, we still have been doing the book club, which has been going great. Uh, this week, um, well, not this week. We only have one week left until the next meeting, which we're doing um, My Sister's Serial Killer. But then uh, the next book will be Hidden Pictures. Um, and I'm going to put that on my uh, Instagram page so you'll know in case everybody, anybody wants to join. And it's simple to join a book club. You just literally send me a DM or you can uh, email me, say you want to be a part. And we do it virtually. So if you're not in Charlotte where I am, you can still join in because we do it all through Zoom because so many people are in different places. And it's been working out pretty well. We got about um um about 20 20 members now and for the most part you know we get some trickles some people don't like the book some people do you know everybody don't always join but for the most part it's still growing and it's going pretty good we have really really great discussions and I enjoy it because um we actually have another member uh no actually three people in the book club that's actually therapists so um, it's pretty cool sometimes when we have conversations, it's not just about the books. We branch off and we have like real conversations. So it's actually just a pretty cool space to discuss the book, yes, but also just to discuss um, life stuff. You know, last last uh, meeting, 
Uh, we had a we read a book called Before I Let Go, which was amazing, and it, but it was like a trigger warning with it because it was about loss and um, and you know grieving. And, uh, you know, Les spoke a lot during that meeting because, you know, she kind of identified and a lot of other people kind of identified. And so I do believe that sometimes when I leave the book club meetings that um, I think those conversations resonates. You know, I, sometimes I leave the book club thinking about um, the meetings uh, in our conversations. Do you ever feel that way, Leslie? Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you're interested, um, even if you're a novice reader, you know, definitely join because we have people in there that's, you know, just kind of trying to get into reading and um, the books that we read aren't really difficult. Like the one that we that we just read, My Sister's Serial Killer, it's like 150 pages. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's really good conversation. So I can't wait to get into the conversation today. I think that's all I have to catch you up with, but we will be back um, weekly again. I was doing bi-weekly and that worked out okay. But I I'm, now that we kind of did some changes to the show, I'll be back every week going forward. The podcast posts every Monday. You'll see it at midnight. So so Monday, you'll be there. Uh, so you'll get this show tomorrow um, as we're recording on Sunday. And um, trying to think, am I forgetting anything before we move on? I think that's it. So you'll still get me every week. Uh, it'll be the same format. We'll have some guests. You'll get myself individually sometimes. And I'm looking forward to be back. I've missed you guys so much. And I've wanted to catch you up on so much that I have going on. Um, and I finally am back in a place that I can. And also, if you are new to the show, first time, you can find me on Instagram at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. You can find me on Twitter, IJMT podcast. And you can email me if you ever want to be a part of the show. You have any ideas or any uh, comments that you want to give me directly, you can email me. Or if you want to be part of book club, you can email me at ijmtpodcast at gmail.com. So now let's just roll into the mantra. I found this on Instagram. I wish I could give them credit, but I did not save where I saw this. But I follow a lot of like affirmations and mantras and uh, um, motivational stuff on, on uh, Twitter. Uh, I tell you guys that all the time, but I found this one that it resonates it's a little long. So I'm gonna try to read it slow so you can catch everything, but it resonated with me and I thought it was really good. And I wanted to share it today. You're going to realize it one day that yeah. happiness was never about your job or degree or being in a relationship. Happiness was never about following in the footsteps of all of those who came before you. It was never about being like the others. One day you're going to see it. That happiness was always about the discovery, the hope, the listening to your heart and following it wherever it chose to go. Happiness was always about being kinder to yourself. It was always about embracing the person you were becoming. One day you will understand that happiness was always about learning how to live with yourself, that your happiness was never in the hands of others. It was always about you. It was always about you. So when I read that, that really resonated with me because I've talked very candidly and openly on my pod about my journey to happiness and what that's looked like. And I know, you know, for some people, you know, they think that happiness, you can find that in your friends, you can find that in relationships, but really you got to find it within yourself. And so I've been on a journey for true, um, you know, happiness, and it's been a long journey and um, where I can actually say that I wake up every day proud of the person that I am. Uh, proud of the things and positive things that I'm doing in my life. And um, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. And uh, um, I think when I started realizing and got to a place that I realized that I can create my own happiness and my own joy, 
that's when I really started to really start living life. So when I saw that, it really resonated with me and I wanted to share that today. So now we're going to move on to the deep dive discussion. Today, we are going to discuss what everybody is discussing. The tragic drama of Kiki Palmer and her father of her child, Darius. But we're not going to just, we're not going to fully go all the way into it, but we're going to talk about some points and then we're going to roll into the thought of the week. So let's just jump into the deep dive. All right. So I have Leslie here, who is my partner, my fiance, and uh, we are going to discuss the, the, the Kiki Palmer drama. I'm going to go over it. Okay. So today we're going to be discussing the situation that happened with Kiki Palmer. And I wanted to kind of break it down with my partner to just kind of talk about it. Cause um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's complex a little bit. There's some complexities there. So basically, as we know, uh, Kiki Palmer is a very private person. Um, I don't think I've ever heard her being linked to anybody romantically. I'm not really all in the, you know, celebrity streets, but Kiki's actually one of my favorite people. She's always have been. I think she's absolutely hilarious. So anytime I see anything with her, I just find her to be just naturally funny. But I think that she is one of the most talented people in our generation um, that people sleep on. And I've always felt that way because this girl can do anything. She can sing, she can dance, she can act. She's just funny. I love her. So when I saw, you know, a couple months ago that it was announced she was pregnant and all that, I had no clue. I still don't know who her, you know, uh, the father of her child is. Um, then I learned who he was because, you know, you kind of saw him around, but I didn't, I just still don't even know who this man is. And um, so she went out on a girl's night. She went to the Usher resi residency where to me, and, and when I was looking, it seemed like she was just having a great time with her friends. Okay, we'll go into how I feel about it. Let me just get a let me just give the story of what happened. So she goes to the Usher concert. You know, Usher, if you know, if you've been on a rock, I don't know. But he goes around when the celebrities come. And even with like um non-celebrity people, he might come and serenade you. You know, you might get put on stage. But the celebrities, you know, he'll kind of come make his way to you, you know, and maybe give you a little song and all that stuff. But he walks through the crowd the whole entire time, you know. And so um Kiki was there. He put her on stage. They danced. I didn't see anything crazy at all. Like I felt like it, I found it to be funny because she was fanning out and I felt like she was acting like a fan. And I think sometimes people forget that just because people are celebrities, they're still people. And um, I think she was having a good time with, with her friends. That's how I viewed it. As far as what she had on, I didn't find anything to be crazy about what she had on either. It's hot as fuck out here. Um, I think in Vegas, my friends just came back a couple of days ago. They said it was like 110 degrees because um, they went to the Usher concert. And um, I think she was wearing, you know, she was wearing a mesh dress with a bodysuit. Um, I don't know. I didn't find it to be weird. But her father of her child basically publicly shamed her by going onto Twitter and saying on the video of her, you know, interacting with Usher, it's the outfit though, dot, 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 you are a mom. With that, that caused a whole, you know, thing online. And he's just basically been getting roasted since then. He's, you know, they deleted each other. He deleted his page, turned his comments off. Now he's back on there still talking. I'm not really sure if they're together or not at this point. It doesn't really matter. I would assume they are still probably together because she just posted that she loved the man. But that's their private shit. We really didn't want to be in the business to begin with. But, you know, the the boyfriend you know, he, he let us in the group chat and we didn't ask to be in here, you know? So Leslie, I want you, we can start with you and, um, you tell me what you think. 
<laughs> I laugh. Um, I did have a small soapbox moment uh, when I saw his post and the subsequent comments following that. Um, so this is what I'll say. I find it asinine. I, I don't understand why, one, that he chose social media to air his thought, concern, opinion, or lack thereof. Um, silence is free. And in this particular moment, I think he should have utilized that and saved himself the expense of sharing his opinion on social media in the way that he did. Uh, and then to, you know, once he had all of the commentary, he went back on social media to defend his original statement or his initial statement. And I think that just opened the floodgate even more. So I'm really disappointed for her um, that he, you know, we've seen the headlines. I mean, this guy made CNN. Uh, he did publicly shame her and in doing so or attempting to publicly shame her, um, he really just made himself look completely foolish and he's an asshole. That's my opinion. I don't think that anyone uh, that's in a relationship has the um, right authority, whatever, to sanction or tell you how you should look or carry yourself. Now, with that said, I do think that there should be um, a huge um, mutual um, piece of respect for one another. Um, of course, I would never do anything to disrespect myself. And because I have respect for myself and my relationship, you know, um, I think I exercise good judgment at every opportunity. But I could not understand why he, why he felt disenchanted with what happened to her as she's kicking it with her girls at the Usher residency. I, I'm i still gobsmacked by it. And then I thought that her outfit, I mean, we got to give it to Kiki, you know. Um, I think for me and many others prior to um, this, well, let me just say it this way. I saw her as a girl, if that makes sense. Yeah. And now she's, you know, it's clear that she's a young woman. Um, she just recently had a baby, beautiful baby. Um, I think that she did it in the classiest way. Um, her announcement was made on Saturday Night Live when she um, shared her pregnancy. And she did it in such a cute way. Um, and since she's given birth to her baby, um, she celebrated the baby and her man. <laughs> throughout this entire pregnancy and even with the welcoming of their newborn she's been very celebratory and what I love about her is that now that she's had this baby she uh the baby the pregnancy changed her body and it changed her body to where we're no longer looking at her as a girl but we're looking at her as a woman she definitely has a a figure that is admirable um, and it's given her curves where she didn't have curves before. And we must keep in mind that Darius celebrated the curves. <laughs> um, you know, he posted her twerking in her cat suit recently. Okay. Wasn't a leopard print cat suit. Yeah. So that in itself is crazy. Um, 
I honestly think that what he took issue with is less about the dress and more so that his lady looks fantastic and he knows it and she knows that she looks fantastic. And really what he should have been happy about is that the man had a level of appreciation for how great she looked in a respectful way. Yes. Usher was more than respectful. Um, but did he, did you, uh, you know, we've seen the memes and everything that's gone across social media. It's clear that he was like, damn girl, you look great. And as such. So I think that he's insecure. Um, I think that he exercised poor judgment. And um, I love the bounce back by Kiki because not only did she bounce back and she's kept it classy the entire time, but she's bounced back and now she's going to profit from his stupidity <laughs> because she's got the, the T-shirt and the sweatshirt line. What what was it? The sweatshirt is I'm a I'm mother. mother. Yeah. And she's branding it. So she's using and this it as a huge else. It was a uh, CD. I can't CD, recall the. to the bullshit. Yes, yeah, yes. Something like and that. And so, yeah. But at every opportunity, um, she's she's using this as a brand. Come see mother, you know, and so forth and so on. So I love that she's being strategic and smart. I love the tongue in cheek. And I just hope that Darius, the baby daddy, the father, the boyfriend, because we don't know if they split or whatever. Um, or if they're married, because he kept calling her, her his his wife. And I don't yeah, know yeah. And I did notice, not. you know, we were talking the other night, and I did notice that she wore a very simplistic um, diamond um, band, you know, a very mm -hmm. simple band. But since then, we don't, since all of this has sparked, we don't even see the band anymore. So I don't know if they secretly got married or not, but whatever they've done, it was clear that they were creating a family. But, you know, I saw something on um, Twitter, I want to say, and I wish I had kept who made that comment, but I loved it. And it said that men, uh, actually it was another word, but basically saying that ninjas um, desire submissive providers. Mm -hmm. I laughed when I saw that. But it, it, I laughed. It's, it's so true. It's so true, though. And um, I think that I hope he, I don't know if he's even going to learn from it. Do you think it? I don't think so, just because I did kind of peruse his Twitter when he came back and he's still just uh -huh. reposting stuff and all of that. I did want to share one more thing. The other post, the other tweet that he, when he, came back instead of being like um because honestly when I first saw it I thought he was joking I thought it was like a joke because I didn't think that shit was serious I, I really thought like it was just because I I joke with you all the time and it's like dry humor that maybe somebody else might be like yeah. why is she you know why is that like that's not funny but it's like you you understand me so it's funny you know like we laugh together yeah so I thought right. it was I thought it was a joke because I mean I've made comments you know like if you go out I'd be like oh there go Leslie who knows what she got going on like you know even though I know what you got going on um so I thought it was just that and like maybe he put that on Twitter and we just didn't know it was a joke until I realized it wasn't a joke so then I realized it wasn't a joke when he came back with another tweet to double down on what he was saying so he came back and he says we live in a generation where 
a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others and he gets told how much of a hater he is this is my standard and my representation i have standards and morals to what i believe i rest my case but i didn't get that either so my thoughts is this because i've had this conversation and i've had this conversation based on a standpoint of just being in a relationship um so i'm 38 years old and uh, you know, I've been in relationships, you know, prior to Les, me and Les have been in a relationship for a very long time. It's, uh, um, a million years at this point. But my thing that I take, that I take offense to that I was trying to explain, right. I think that in a relationship, you have a right to put up limits with each other. Like what you don't like, like hard limits, like, you know, okay, I'm cool with this. Like, um, and what you don't like, you know, like things that you don't like me and Les very much you know, have talked about things that we know would just be inappropriate. So my thing is like, when I was talking about this or asked about this throughout the week, um, I guess I never think about from the standpoint of like, this would never have happened to Les and I only from the standpoint of like, I'm not insecure, but in the same breath, like if Les went out on a girl's trip, like it's mean right now we're engaged. Um, it's going to be some point that she's going to go um, you know, have her bachelorette and do whatever with her friends. And she should, she should have fun and she should celebrate herself. And I trust her. And so I feel like when you, when you trust the person that you're with, um, I just feel like common sense wise, Leslie would never do something that would be disrespectful to herself. So the fact that she respects herself, then I automatically fall into that because she would basically have to be for me to say something about what she's wearing, like where I'm uncomfortable it would have to be something crazy. Like she would just be walking down the street, like butt naked or something for me to be like, okay, because you know, she has common sense. Right. But then on top of the fact, like I personally have never governed myself in my relationship to where I own her. Like we're engaged right now to be married and you know, we're going to be married, you know, at some point pretty soon. And even then that's why I didn't get the wife piece that he had put up because I feel like even then, um, what does that have to do with, um, you know, what does that have to do with anything? You know what I'm saying? Like, because just because you are married to somebody, we still don't have ownership of each other. We just have where you should respect each other. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. What I'm saying? I agree. I and agree. So and what's interesting is I love that you said the fact that, you know, that I have respect for myself and I just question, you know, this, yes, he's a young man shouldn't that have made her more desirable for him knowing that she carries herself with confidence and self-respect and then also i thought about a standpoint and i think maybe sometimes the women of this maybe we feel differently because or have a different outlook because we're women like my i've watched a lot of my friends around me my two sisters have had kids um and we talk candidly about how they feel how they feel after like i i know some friends that's like you know it took me a long time to even figure out like how to be one with my body again because i've had this person growing in my body for so long and now it's just me and you know to a man i don't think they fully understand the hormones and the shit that you go through when you're pregnant so what i saw personally i saw someone that was having a girl's night we don't know if you know she's trying to like she's still getting to like learn herself in this mother role and so to me it seemed like she was just having a good time and I say and I say that to say this 
Les and I are going to the Usher concert here pretty soon. And even if Leslie went by herself and I saw a video with her kicking and got pulled up there and spinning around, it was clearly innocent. It was clearly her having a good time. I wouldn't care if we were even when we go to the concert and he's walking around and he stopped at Les, I would not care. And she should show her ass for a second because it's crazy. Like you, I just feel like you should have fun and we should lighten the fuck up because at the end of the day, she's coming home with me. We there together and she coming home, you know, and I trust her immensely. And so I just don't really get riled up with stuff like that. But I I don't like when men feel like that they can just kind of like tell you what you gonna do. Like, what you mean? And what does a mother look like? And I don't mean to interrupt you. I I was thinking again about um, his follow statement. And are we living in a generation? (laughs) What generation is he referring to? Because um, I love that we as women are empowering ourselves. We're celebrating ourselves. We are affording ourselves luxurious experiences and memories and we are not waiting for who we're dating to provide or extend those opportunities to us and so I would love to know what generation he's referring to because really the mindset was archaic and what does a mother look like at the end of the day what I, I didn't know that mothers had a specific look that they should have right and she's also tweeting saying how much she loves you. Like you need to hello. Need to and this is a love. young woman. She's 29. how does she, 29. twenty-nine. But regardless of even age, if she wants to celebrate herself and celebrate her new body, why not? I, I think the fact is one one point eight what one of every eight black women struggle with postpartum yeah. depression. That's a that's a very alarming number when you think about it. And why wouldn't she do whatever necessary? Because she's this is a fresh baby. How old is this baby? What five, six months? So I don't know. But this is a fresh baby. So if she is doing things to uplift, celebrate, and embrace this body, why wouldn't we celebrate and embrace her, embrace it with her? You know? Um, so we don't know if that statement, the initial tweet, and even the following statement of what a mom should look like, if we don't even know if that would have taken her back. Thank God that she's a, a solid woman, a confident woman who was able to brush this and turn it um, around, spin yeah. it in a way where she's like, dude, you're tripping. I love it. Well, I wish that. Do. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just saying that I wish more women um, had the ability to take an approach that way, young and older, um, because well, she we, was able to take that approach because she has her own money. Yes. I feel like if but she didn't have her only, own money, it would have been a major problem for if he's already saying that and she is the brand and he's on some like, you know, whatever, whatever. If he was the one bringing in the money, he was very much going to control what's going Like, I'm not saying she would allow it. I'm saying he very much probably was going to feel even more, you know, you know, sticking to his word of what he feels. But I also wanted to point out too, I think the other thing that, that, that I think people are missing, like some of the people that's defending the shit that he's doing, 
we're talking about like the what she's wearing all that my thing is this there have been times you know because me and Leslie have been dating for a long time like where it might have been something that either one of us have done that maybe the other person didn't like right like where it's like oh uh, nah especially Les, y'all. I, I have to watch Les, y'all. But no, but I mean, Les is a very attractive woman and it might be times that somebody might gift her something or whatever. And this was like early on, you know, where I had to be like, no, nah. Because nah. some things, it, it's a little too much like as far as appropriateness, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think people, you know, I don't want to go into all that, but yeah, I think something's level appropriateness. Um, If they're like, if you, if my friend give me a gift and it's just a gift, that's something different. But if somebody is trying to holler at me and giving me gifts, that's something different. That I think that's inappropriate when you're in a committed relationship. You shouldn't be taking it. So that was something that we had to be like, oh. and it wasn't nothing major. It just was a conversation that we, you know, we had. And I was like, I don't really know how appropriate I think that is. And that was it. And then that was it. Like, you go ahead and say what your kind of like hard limit is. Like, I don't, you know, I don't like that. Which vice versa. I don't think that she likes it. She would like if somebody's trying to holler at me and doing whatever to me either but you have it privately so my bigger disappointment was because that could have been a conversation that they had but amongst that. each other yeah yeah it was the fact that you this is kiki palmer you didn't think that this shit was gonna pop off in any kind of way like so what i was telling leslie we talked about it uh, last night in bed and i was like i think that he didn't realize how popular she is because you don't it's not like you see her in a whole bunch of shit and she's everywhere but you see her it's it's hard to explain it's like you know who the fuck she is but maybe he didn't know who the fuck she was because the way they're roasting him I, I don't I don't think he put that up there thinking I think he was in his bag because he was upset that she was damn spinning around and kiki in the usher's face and he was in his feelings and but conversely, you, go ahead. I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you but I just want to say one thing I do think that it does help that she's very much self-sufficient but I, I don't want to take away from the fact that this is a very confident young lady. Um, she's pretty solid. She's always been solid. You've never seen her where she seems to be swayed or caught up in, you know, stardom to where she's become this pretentious person. She seems to be very down to earth, even with a recent interview that his brother, Doug, I don't know his name. Maybe you've researched it, but he played Drell on Insecure. Duranus even when he, I can't remember his name, but even he shared how down to earth and solid she is. And so I don't want us to take away from the fact that, you know, she was able to bounce back from this, not only because she is, you know, a self-sufficient person, but she is confident and she has a solid sense of who she is. And that's what I um, admire and would like to see more women display on ourselves. And I see it a lot. You know, women dim their light, make themselves smaller for their men, and they should have to. Right. Or and for their partners in general, you yes. know. And, and and when I talked about this and I and I and I literally said it, I'm like, I empower Les to feel free, feel sexy, you know, do what you want to do, what you feel like you want to do for you, because I'm going to love whatever, you know, like right now, Les been wearing braids for a year, y'all. Okay. <laughs> I have not. I don't know when we going to see her hair again, but <laughs> I like that she likes, it doesn't, cause she always asks me, what do I like? You know, 
she always asks me my opinion about things or whatever. And I always just like whatever she liked because I think that if it, if you feel good and, and and you feel good about how you look, you feel good about, you know, just how you feel in general, then I'm all for it because I want you to feel good about yourself. Like I, I, I do not care, you know, like, um, and plus you always look good, boo, but still like, Thank I you, feel boo. like, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just find it to be kind of off-putting, but I think the main thing was, yeah, the outfit comment shouldn't have happened, but I think it just shouldn't happen um, publicly. And I feel like that could have been something that it could have been a learning moment. Cause obviously they're young, you know what I mean? Obviously they just, they're just getting into this newfound yeah. parenthood. Yeah. And I think those are conversations that it's nothing wrong with having those type of, even if it's like he feels the way he feels and she feels the way she feels, have it privately. I would never, yeah. I would never fucking publicly embarrass you. Like, I just think it's just respect. And and if you, and if this is quote unquote your wife, then why the fuck would you ever put something like that up? Like she's that not part. some random. She's the mother of your child. She's a brand by herself. And she's quote unquote your wife, girlfriend, whoever she is to you. Yeah. Why shame her, you know? So that was my, I, that was my bigger things. I agree. And I think that, more people in relationships. I think the one takeaway, if we can't take away anything from it, is that where we have opportunities to celebrate, uplift, empower, whatever, um, you should definitely do that. And the last thing you do is shame your lady. And, uh, you know, sexiness is relative, right? Um, But I appreciate that you push me to even be more um appreciative of my body or embracing my body because did I not just wear something like that in Barbados <laughs> and I don't think that I would have had the confidence to do it if you hadn't have encouraged me to do it you know yeah. Yeah. so I don't know and that's how it should be and I just feel like after having a baby I just think you should be in a space where you are encouraging and uplifting because you feel women feel fucking crazy after having a baby. And sometimes you feel crazy for a long time. Yes. Like and not just on some postpartum, just getting to like just all of that shit. Like it's it's crazy. You know, like my niece, my my newest niece is just turned two. And I feel like sometimes we still have conversations about, you know, just your body like my like my sister has an amazing body and she works out and all of that, but it's like she had to kind of get back into a routine of even like putting on clothes again. You know, something as simple as like wearing clothes, you know, because it was just so many changes for so long. So I don't know. I say that I, you know, I digress, but it, I, I wanted to have a conversation with, especially with my partner on, because I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I think you have a right to say how you feel about something. I think you have a right to have an opinion. It's just the way you go about it. Cause that honestly could have just been a conversation. Um, agreed i leslie knows that if we go to jill scott concert and she pulls me up on stage i'm risking it all okay i'm up there and i'm risking it all up there okay <laughs> you are. Yes. and um yeah. and i'm and it's and it's okay it's, it's all should just be fun and light it ain't like i'm going home with jill scott now if she, if she asked me you know i don't know but I'm Cut not it out. You going crazy now, but no, but still, but yeah, but but I do like, expect to have a, a a freak fan moment. Yes, if that happens yeah. to you, I, I'm clearly I'm aware. Yes, if that happened to you, I would be like, go ahead. I would I think I would be like overjoyed and like just I would be laughing at you, but I would just be so excited 
that you're excited. And I mean, it's because it's every time I've seen, I do this morning, we just watched Sweetie on air and, um, God, what's the model name? Um, start with a W Winnie Harlow. Yeah. She was there. Mm-hmm. And, um, now the Winnie one was funny because Usher came over trying to sing to her and she was there with her, with her boyfriend, Cal Kuzma. And then she just jumped in her boyfriend's lap. But I'm just saying, everybody's making light of it. Like, it's not, I, I don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, you need to figure your shit out if you're that fucking insecure at a damn concert. You, exactly. You need to figure it out. And then also, you need to figure out, are you the type of man that can handle being with a strong woman? It is very clear that Kiki Palmer is strong. Like, that she, you, you just tell, that she ain't gonna take that shit. I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I neither. And uh, I hope they figure it out, but um, I don't know. That's kind of well, like, I don't hope that they figure it out. I hope that he figures it out. And I hope that he... Figure it out, but I'm saying they yeah. their parents. I now. get it. Yeah. As parents, absolutely. Yeah. But my hope is that And he, it could be married. But it could be married. They could be. I don't know. That's, that's what he said. Yeah. Yeah, they, he did they, say that. He did refer to her as his spouse. So we'll see. But um, I hope that he also learns from something from it because... Um, it's clear that you are not going to be able to limit your lady Darius. So, um, and what he's done is he has pushed her further in the forefront because um, she's getting mad attention for it. And I hope that she continues to do what she's doing and capitalizing on the moment and spinning it into a positive because she's definitely done that. I agree. And also, I feel like with him, it should be a learning lesson, and he should just probably fucking Absolutely. Cheat. And even if you feel away or whatever, get your ass off Twitter and shoot your girl a text. Like, I would have just been, I would have been like, call me when you call me when you get back to the room. Or whatever. Exactly. Or when you got back to the room, we talk about it, or whatever. You know, whatever right. the, the case. But I think people need to relax, because some stuff is really not that big of a deal. I I, I personally didn't feel that way. I, I really did. And I saw the outfit. Yeah. I thought she looked beautiful. And... I mean, what's the difference with what what I get what I get thrown off with men is, but you were just you were fine with showing her clap her ass. Like I'm sure you probably go to strip clubs. I'm sure you probably do whatever. You also had pics on your page where this was pre-father, so I don't know if because you're a father, but you know, and I'm using quotations because you had pictures of you in your draws. So what's the difference? Now you're a father, you should maybe go back on them old pictures and delete them shits off. Right. I mean, you know, it's just like these double standards that people treat women. And I'm like, women have a right to be sexual. They have a right to, if they want to show their bodies, they have a right to do whatever. If they ain't bothering nobody. So tastefully. The shit was tasteful. It at was. The end I didn't see nothing wrong with it at all. Not at all. That yeah. shit was tasteful. So I don't, I think he took issue with the fact that his bitch looked great. He, Minus he, him. Saw she, he wasn't yes. with her absolutely he saw that she looked great and of all things at usher's residency um another man celebrated his lady and i think he had a jelly moment and that jelly moment went far too far um and what's that what's that jealousy insecurity so for sure you got to you know maybe you need to i don't know what he does he do anything what does he do I think he worked for her. I think oh, he worked for her company. Don't give me the lion, man. You know, yeah. I don't know. But I, I don't think that he I don't think that he has a job. I don't know. So maybe maybe he needs to take a dive into himself and figure himself out and maybe get some shit going on his end 
so that he can feel uh I don't know, but he I mean, clearly found you know and been in the Renaissance tour shaking her ass this whole time. It's like Jay Z being like get off. He's been acting as if he was a fan. That's what I'm saying. Like it's like right. why are you hold trying to hold her my back? man, my man. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I see it. I don't know. It is it's unfortunate. He he I think he looks stupid to me, but all I, right. agree. I don't know. I don't know. I but, uh, I'm so disappointed. And I just hate that he opened or segued his follow tweet with We live in a generation, sir. Right. Have right. several seats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Especially growing up in this generation. Hello. <laughs> anyway, that's a whole other conversation for another day. It is because right. twenty so, somethings uh, are crazy <laughs> for real, for real. So, um, all right. So that's all I had today for the deep dive. Um, let's see. Before we go into the thought of the week, did we want to talk about what we've been watching? Have we watched anything good worth talking about? And do you want to talk about music? Anything new that you've? That you all I'm going to say is. You know, you guys, I am ecstatic for this season of music and the the concerts. My my checking account is saying, Leslie, sit your ass down. But if I could, I would attend almost every concert that's out there right now. This is an amazing music season. I don't know if... Um, the artists are like, let's secure the bag. You know, we've been down with COVID. People are outside and they're ready to spend their money. But I think this is an amazing music season. So um, I encourage people to get out there. If you're a music fan, enjoy it. I, I can't think of anything. I'm not even just being a music fan. Like I, like, I think like what's been fun this summer so far and what I enjoy, honestly, about you is that like I can literally be like, Come on, girl. We get some lawn seats and go out there. Yeah, like, you know we're about to go to SWV concert and like is SWV Drew Hill Jodeci and you know it's not like anybody came out with new music or we're about to see whatever, but it's just gonna be fun just chilling. I think more people need to like look outside of the box and exactly and chill. You know, I look forward to just having a little cheap date with you, um, and having fun and just chilling and being right. You know, having right. a good time. So the concerts this year I think has been amazing. Um, I, I agree. wasn't really pressed about Drake concert because I thought it was going to be 21 Savage and him like going back and forth and I'm not a 21 Savage fan and I didn't even listen to the CD and so I was like uh until I saw the set list and now Hello. I regret that I didn't get tickets because he comes to Charlotte on my birthday and it's going to be my birthday stint. a two day stint yes and it's sold <laughs> out but I mean I, we probably could get some resales but it's still I'm like why didn't, we, why didn't we get tickets to this show and this is my first time not seeing Drake I've actually gone to every Drake concert um i didn't go to drake amigos one i think that was the only one that we didn't go to but uh mm -hmm. yeah scissor this year which we're which i think we're going to we got the you know you got usher residency which we're going to we got beyonce tickets i mean this year has been crazy really yeah duran bernard yep duran bernard we're going to thank you to bangus we've seen twice bangus twice this year so far we've erica outside, we're going to see erica next sunday oh, we see erica badu next sunday yeah yep so this is what we've been doing this is where we've been y'all um yeah so it's been cool i'm trying to think what have we what, what have we watched i i had to leave leslie behind and i did finish queen charlotte and i loved it if you're a bridgerton fan even if you're not it was really good 
Um, it was a story. It was the backstory of the queen. And I really loved it. I'm hoping that they do a Danbury, uh, Lady Danbury. Uh, um, they kind of give you a backstory in Queen Charlotte Danbury. But I love when you see, um, especially in that era of like the, the what is it, like the Gilded Age, I want to say. You know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, I love when you see the Black people because they were there. And a lot of times you see these shows and you only show like white people with rank and all of that. But like there was Blacks back in the day that had rank and had land and had castles and everything well, else that's, too. Yes. So yes. I, that's what I love the most about um Washington Bridgerton and I, that's what I love the most about Queen Charlotte because it actually really displayed that uh I'm trying to think what else have I been watching um I'm, well the only thing guys that we've really been watching is basketball yeah. uh <laughs> we have <laughs> um uh in the WNBA season well prior to the WNBA season I got really caught up in collegiate um, ladies basketball and it has now rolled into the WNBA season and I am just completely ecstatic that um, I've been following Aaliyah Boston um, you know um, I love that I was introduced to the the collegiate ball when I was because I think that Aaliyah is a phenomenal player on and off the court um, I am in awe of her she is my favorite rookie I cannot tell you how many times I voted for her for all-star weekend which is next weekend I hate that I'm not going uh, because I would love to celebrate Aaliyah so I can't believe how caught up in basketball I am because I think she's having an amazing season she's my favorite rookie she was just rookie of the month a week ago and um, I'm excited to see what happens with her um, Aja Wilson is on uh, the team as well. And right now, my favorite, my team are the Aces because, you know, I have solidarity with Mika. But I find myself to be more of a player fan. Um, so I'm trying to watch every game I can watch. You know, my favorite um, WNBA player is Candice Parker. And she left the Chicago Sky to join the Aces. Um, and so I've loved watching it all. I love that Brittany Griner is back. I know the Mercury aren't having a great season, but I'm just happy to see her there. So that's what we've been doing, guys. Basketball, basketball, lots basketball. And lots and lots of basketball. Leslie had me caught up watching the Queer Edition Ultimatum. Um, that was oh, crazy. that was crazy. <laughs> but we try. I think honestly, lately we've been kind of watching. Like we haven't really been watching a lot of serious stuff. So a lot of times no. we watch like non-serious stuff that you can kind of just put on because. We just been so busy and kind of yeah all over the place. But I feel like we've watched other shows, but maybe we haven't. Um, Harlem, we watched season two. Haven't. It. It's been basketball. It has been basketball. Lots of it, y'all. Lots of it. But yeah. yeah. And then as far as new music, um, I've been listening to a lot of Tank and the Bangers lately. That's been my my group. Your chokehold. Yeah. So I've dragged Leslie to two concerts this year. We drove to Asheville the first time to see them, and then they actually did us um a last minute show here in Charlotte. So I was able to get tickets and see them again. And it was just phenomenal. Like I love them so much. And so I've listened to a lot of that. The one of the cool things that I've been into lately um, for Christmas, I got a record player because I've been asking for it. Did I get it for Christmas? You did. Yes, I got it for Christmas. And um, so I've been getting into collecting vinyls and that's been pretty fun. And so uh, musically, 
I'm not really stuck on like one thing right now because I've been like, like yesterday, um, my friend, um, Keisha and Rachel came up to Charlotte and, uh, Keisha is a collector too. And so I took her to repo records here in Charlotte. That's actually a really good spot if you are a vinyl collector. And, um, I ended up, I found uh, Tina Turner private dancer. And like, I actually wanted that one rest in peace, Tina. And, um, so it's like, I, so, so with the record player, it's been pretty cool because I actually listen to the records, you know, and, and play them. And so I'm not really just like, I think I listen to more old music than I do actually new current music. And I'm not really yeah. a rap person, but I have been on Janelle Monae CD, Asia. Play. I was just getting ready to um, mention that. I think she's the, I think she's becoming a highlight of the summer art of pleasure and she's giving it to the people. She, here's another woman who is exuding confidence, embracing her body, celebrating all women and all body shapes. <laughs> so um, right now I think Janelle Monet might be the voice, not the voice of the summer, but the definitely the vibe of the summer yes the vibe of the summer um so i do like her album so far i need to listen to it more you know another person that i think um is really having a good music season is um bernard so um i rewatched his tiny desk performance and you know preparation for he is but i'm ready yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Um. So you know, I think right now it's cool to see, um, these indie artists, the eclectic group, you know, push through. Um, it's been really fun to see. So, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing Beyonce, um, August 9th. I hope her foot is better by then because I want to see Beyonce break it down for us. You know, um. But I'm completely ecstatic that we're going to Vegas to see the Usher residency. I've had FOMO for a year. Yes. <laughs> because I, I have bugged you to death. Me to death about this. That's why I'm like, if Usher pulled Leslie up there, go on up there. <laughs> do, do what you need to do. Okay. <laughs> because I want her to enjoy this concert. Do you hear me? Okay, <laughs> so I do not care. Pull her up. Yeah, there. we may have to do an episode to talk Spin about ass in a circle. Okay, do and I'd be like, Let's, <laughs> girl, go up there. I will be pushing her up there. Like seriously, people need to relax for real. Calm so, down, people. I'm telling yeah, you, so, calm down. Yeah. Um, so far, go ahead. Now, really, we really have just oh, been. I have one more. Um, we went on a date recently, and we went to go see the Blackening um <laughs> yeah and that, that was, was a that was a really funny um like a little kind of like horror comedy like spoof type thing but that was a good movie that was pretty funny it really was and not only that but it had a lot of messaging to it it did you yeah. know so you and it wasn't that messaging where you're saying oh here we go they got something to say it was simplistic subtle it wasn't that smack you in the face and I wish I had noted the name. Well, who stood out for you, Mika? Ooh, that's hard. I, I know, but the person that stood I, out I for think, me, uh, Grace Byers' character. I can't think of her name though. I can't think of anybody. Yes, Grace Byers' character. She, she was hilarious, and there were two other um, 
one actress and an, an actor. Um, gosh, I wish I could remember. All I'm going to say is, yes, this is not something that I would have normally uh said oh I want to see this film I want to see this movie but we got there and it was so funny and so I do encourage people to check it out I think people are sleeping on it and didn't you say Mika that it exceeded expectations with how much they've earned or um the sales yeah it um uh I can't remember what the budget was I, I feel like it was only like 10 million and I think they made like 30 don't give me the lion, but it actually did pretty well. But um, we went to like a matinee, so we didn't spend a lot. But I mean, it was a good movie. It was worth checking out, um, especially if you like a little. It kind of, it kind of to me was reminiscent of scary movie back in the day when the Wayans Brothers came out with that instead of it. But it's not like a spoof on movies. It's actually like a horror movie, but it's kind of like a comedy horror. But it's it's pretty funny. We enjoyed it. But that's all. That's pretty much it. I think I don't I don't think TV wise we have anything. Next week I'm gonna have something more. I gotta think because. Uh, <laughs> But music, I'm just I'm I'm just in my vinyl bag right now. So I'm listening to just old stuff and I'm so excited. Um I've got so many good vinyls. I got some good ones for Christmas. I got some good ones for Mother's Day. So it's been cool. Um so let's just roll into the thought of the week and we can talk about our engagement and how it all went down. All right. So today for the thought of the week, we are going to discuss our engagement. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, where do I want to start? I think I'm going to take it back some and we're going to kind of discuss the journey it's taken to kind of get to this point. And then we're going to talk about um, the engagement. So, okay. So Les and I have been, she's been on a few times. We've talked, I think, pretty candidly or I've talked individually about um, my relationship uh, something that um, I take very serious. Uh, I, I I think if you would ask me a couple of years ago, did I think that we would be at this place? I don't think neither one of us knew when we would be at this place or if we would be at this place. But, um, you know, here we are. And it's um, I, I, I tweet a lot about it and I talk a lot about it um, current, currently because um, it's been a journey. And so I've gotten the question of, do I feel different? So I guess I can start there and then we'll go into um, just how we got to the engagement. Um, for me, I think that I've always felt like I've had a responsibility um, to Les, you know, in the relationship. I think when you make the decision to get married or get engaged to somebody or propose, um, I think it gives you a higher level of responsibility and you know, I don't want to disappoint her. Um, I'm thankful that she said yes uh, to spend her life with me. So I feel emotional, maybe a little more emotional than I usually would. Um, sometimes I look at her, y'all, and I just want to cry. And so, um, but yeah, I feel, I feel different. I feel, yeah, I feel like I, yeah, I think the, the responsibility piece probably, I think that's probably the only thing I feel different about because we've been living together for a while. But um, I think it's greater because I, because when you go into, getting married you know it should be forever but it's a contract that you're signing with a person basically of your life and um so for me you know I've been engaged before I got engaged when I was in my 20s and I'm so thankful that I didn't get married obviously uh very thankful but when I look back on young Mika that was engaged in her 20s I was not ready for marriage by no means 
I really didn't even know really, I didn't even have some of the tools that it would take to be in a, like a for real successful relationship. Like I do now, as far as like communication and going over money and just all of that stuff that comes with like a committed relationship. Um, so I had to grow, I've had to grow up a lot, um, you know, within our relationship over the years. And I think we both did on some, on some regards. So I guess, um, how do you want to do this less? You want to go back to the beginning or you want to just, uh, kind of talk about, I just want to say first though, you know, you, you asked, do you feel different? I, I feel different. I feel like I have, um, a heightened level of, not that I never felt accountable to the commitment. So I don't want to, but I, I feel different. And I think that we understand the magnitude of what we've agreed to do and make taking this to marriage because marriage is a big deal. Right. Right. So, you know, I feel different. Um, And so, you know, like you, you know, sometimes I look and I can't believe, you know, that this is where we are. So I feel different. And I tell Mm -hmm. you, we can start there. We can start there and then we'll end it by going into how the engagement went down and we'll finish it there. Um, I tell people, you know, when I look at people sometimes, even celebrities or even some of my friends, and it's not like me saying this in a judgment way at all. I never understand how people jump so quickly into marriage, but I'm also one of those people that's a thinker and I, and I think, and I will spool something around for a really long time. So in actuality, like I was going to propose to Les probably five years ago, probably. And we weren't ready. You know, it's just the reality of it. Like we had been together a long time. And like, I feel like in my younger self, I think I live by that standard of like, well, we've been dating, you know, my last relationship, we were together total of five to six years. And so I think around like year four, four and a half is when I proposed. And I more so was like, I felt like it was time. Like we had been living, well, we hadn't lived together yet. We were just kind of always at each other place. And um, I was kind of going based off time of what I thought, like this was a natural progression next. Like I'm graduated college, you know, we've been together, like, you know, and I don't think I ever considered everything with a marriage. And so for me, it was important that me and Les, um, you know, went to therapy and we've been in therapy for years, you know, but we started kind of changing some of the conversations in therapy centered more around like each other and like what we had going on and like really talking our shit out because we had a lot of things that we needed to talk out just really being fully connected to each other and so we really worked on the last like year and a half really um being solid in that connection do you agree with that Liz yeah and 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 to take it a step further I think that it's important that you've done the self-work because if you don't have your personal shit together we all know this, that adage, you know, if you're not good to yourself, you're not going to be good to anyone else. And that translates in any relationship, whether it's as a parent, a daughter, or a partner. So I think that, you know, it's beneficial to share that the both of us have had to do some deep dive internal work on ourselves so that we could be good 
in the and solid in a relationship. Yes, I agree. And that was was important. So basically like just to go back a few years, like what we did was when we got together, obviously, and you know, the way we the, our start was a little it was a little rocky. So we got together because it was new and Les before me had been married for 22 years. You know, I kind of was all over the place a little bit myself. Um, and so when I got with her, it was a lot of hurt there, you know, and it was a lot of hurt from, from both people, like just life, you know, life, life. In. And after a time, like over the years, like we both were kind of like, okay, we're not really communicating well. We're first of all, we're both Virgos too. And that shit is just crazy. Okay. Cause we both think we're right. So, you know, I had to learn over the years of sometimes shit just not that serious. Like how we literally was talking earlier, like stuff really don't be that serious. And so when I think about my relationship, I always tell myself, remind myself, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be in love? And I rather just be in love because I don't think everything is worth going back and forth. Like I literally now we've gotten to a place that we can literally sit and talk to each other and we might not necessarily agree with each other, which is completely fine. But I think we have the know-how to understand that like, that's your experience and this was my experience. And you both can have your own separate experience and you both can be right. And that's okay. And I think, you know, that's what I had to learn the most on how to be a better uh, partner because I think we spend a lot of time right fighting each other. Like who's right? And we're both might be right, you know, in our, our experience. But we had to learn a lot. And I'm so thankful that, we didn't rush into marriage because um, I mean we've gotten over the years a lot of people been like when are y'all gonna get when are y'all gonna get why oh y'all still dating like yeah we're still dating because we're still trying to figure it out and I'm thankful that we waited the amount of time that we did to even transition into this because I don't think it would have worked before um, mm -hmm. I think everything had to come full circle for it to work because what I've learned in life and and this is just Nika's opinion. So I don't I don't want to say my opinion's word. But what I've learned in life is um I forgot what I learned in life. <laughs> I'll tell you what I think you've learned. I think you've learned um I think you've learned to not sweat some of the small stuff that you experience in relationships. And I think that we both have learned to have um, mutual respect for the other's experience, even if we might not necessarily agree. I think in the past, we both very much were right fighters and very much standing on whatever our individual platforms were. And I think we've learned to not necessarily not focus so much on the platform, but rather the big picture and I think we've had, um, in learning that, we've we've been able to have more productive conversations. And I think we've learned how to properly monitor ourselves um, and also take a moment to, you know, consider the other per person's point of view or perspective. And at times, I think we have learned to walk in one another's shoes you know, yeah. to put it in layman's term and break it down in that way. Yeah. I think that's something yeah. that we've learned because of the individual work we've done, as well as the collective work in therapy. Yeah, I agree. And oh, and I now remember my point. I missed it earlier. 
<laughs> I think the also the thing that people need to realize too, and when you're younger, I, I went through it. You're so caught up in love. Like, and I just don't think that when it comes to marriage, like I think love, yes, should be there, obviously. Like it should be what guides you. And, and obviously I think love is kind of what carries through a lot of relationships. But marriage to me is so much more than just love because a lot of times in the past, like if we had issues, we had issues not based on whether or not we love each other or not, you know, mm -hmm. because I feel like sometimes as humans, we can make love complicated. We can yeah. come with our shit and, you know, or we triggered from something else that happened 20 years ago and we can fuck it up. So um, I had to learn just adding in all the other stuff you know, like to make mm -hmm. it not just be about love because marriage is a contract. So you're spending your life with this person. Also, mm -hmm. I think that you need to have the understanding that, you know, right now I'm 38. You're going to be with me when I'm 48 and 48 probably will be different from Mika at 38. And so we have to right. evolve with each other. And I think a lot of times you see a lot of divorces because people don't evolve with each other. It's like one person might be growing, the other one is there. And mm -hmm. then now this they got this new person over here and no one is willing to kind of like, evolve to meet the person where they are like you know well, Mika at 28 it's completely different from Mika at 38 you know mm -hmm. when I was in my 20s like I still was caught up in a whole bunch of other shit you know and now like I'm pretty solid um in myself and I feel the same way about you like when we got together like you were in your early 40s and you're completely different you're a completely different person now um but I think people should also just consider when they're going into marriage that marriage is also a contract like we it, we got to a place I felt like that it was time like because I felt we were ready but also it was time because we are sharing this life together and we have to, and like I want to protect you like I'm like if something ever happened to me like I don't want you just to be out here with no protections and no one making sure that you're okay because we're just dating and we don't yeah. have anything written down like we don't have any you know what I'm saying like stuff in each other's name and just protections of, of all of that so I thought about all of those things like over time I'm like okay like I don't I didn't I didn't want you to be um my girlfriend forever. I I used to think it was weird when you used to call me your girlfriend cuz I'm like am I her girlfriend? You know cuz we were cuz I mean we've been dating forever. I feel like over time I used to I used to start saying you're my partner because that's what you to me that's what you were like you were beyond just a girlfriend. And I thought the girlfriend thing became sophomoric but um we were ready. It was time, but it's been so much work. And um, I think a lot of times people see us on Facebook or, you know, Instagram and they're like, oh, you guys, oh, you, know, you always enjoy each other. And we do genuinely enjoy each other. And we genuinely have a friendship. And I think if we didn't have the friendship, we probably wouldn't be together today. I think the friendship is what sustains the base of everything in our relationship where you're like, okay, because like, I want to respect you. Like, I, I want to treat you nicely. And I want to, you know, be a good person to you. But I think also the fact that like, I love traveling with you. I love going out to eat with you. I mean, I love doing everything with you. And so for me, like, it's just, it was really, it's been really easy to transition into this for Mika. That's sweet. And I feel the same way. Um, I, And I agree with you. I think that because we actually have a friendship and we like each other and we like hanging and kicking it, I think and and I mean, that's been the basis and the foundation of this, you know, the fact that we connected as friends initially and from that friendship, you know, this relationship evolved 
Um, and I think that a lot of people should kind of sometimes pace themselves. I, I do agree that, you know, there's something to dating with intention. I know that that's a topic that's a hot topic right now for a lot of people, you know, especially in their thirties um, going forward. And that's another conversation for another day. But, um, but do you I feel think like when people date with intention, it makes you almost like rush a little bit though, because yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. That's the point that I was making, I think that, you know, there's something to a slow burn. Um, we are, we are definitely an example of a slow burn. Um, and I think that it's made us have a better and deeper appreciation for what we have going on right now. And I, I, I implore and educate, uh, not educate, I implore and encourage other people to really, you know, explore, you know, getting to know a person first and determining whether or not they even like the person yes. to discern whether or not that's truly their person. Because, yes, we love and we care about each other, but, you know, let's be real, you know, love isn't something that keeps people together. If that's the case, a lot of people would not be apart, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And and I mean, and that's why, like, for me, like, this was the time. I, I knew it, I felt it, and I felt comfortable in my decision. And um, and so let's go into how it happened. Let's go into it. Yeah. So- Okay, so uh, let's see. So I started planning the engagement last year. And I started planning it. Let's see. Uh, okay, so we're we're in. So I think it's been like a year. I think around like a year ago, I started talking to the family because we decided to have a destination wedding. We're having a destination wedding. And um, so I knew like some people didn't have passports and Obviously, I talked to her mom. I talked to her. I talked to the most important people to her, like her mom, her sister, um, and our children. And I just asked them, like, "Hey, you know, like, I, how do you feel about this? And you know, this is what I plan to do and what I want to do. And I wanted their blessing. And I know that's so old school, like, because some people just don't even do that anymore. They just bypass your people. But for me, like, I wasn't going to bypass the people that's important to her." And so, um, so I had those conversations, obviously I wanted them there. And so, um, I started telling them like, Hey, let's get this stuff together. This is what the plans are probably going to be before Leslie even knew I was planning our wedding. And, um, so I'm like, Hey, this is what I think that, you know, we're probably going to do. And so I wanted them to make sure they were straight. So then, um, gosh, so then trying to surprise Leslie is hilarious. So then I started kind of like, Leslie would make comments like whenever we get to that point or if we ever or when we I think we will but it was like we never really talked about like I feel like we talked about marriage but we kind of talked around it you know yeah yes I agree okay and so um so yeah so we kind of talked around it and I would just way layer like I would just be kind of like Les we are not in a place where we are even remotely close to marriage, you know, we're in therapy and we're talking this stuff through and we're trying to figure out like, <laughs> and you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So she would just agree <laughs> with me and be like, you're right. You're right. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely not. Right. So she had, I noticed she had no clue. So what made it hard for me was I wanted to get less, like, you know, a really, really nice ring. 
and um because i felt she deserved it and she also has had to put up with me for a, a lot of years okay so she, you know she's done the good lord's work okay <laughs> and um and so what made it hard and and like just i was stressed i have been stressed for a really long time because i had to still function as normal while getting her a ring and I didn't want to like, I didn't want to do credit cards and finance a ring and all of that. Like I just wanted to just buy the ring, which I did. And, um, that was a flex guys. And you know, which I did. And so <laughs> that's a flex. Uh, that was a flex. Yeah. And so, uh, so with that though, and me saving and like putting money aside, I had to like, literally like kind of sacrifice if I wanted to do things for myself or like shopping and shit, I kind of just cut out basically um random stuff that I don't really need so that was probably my only most difficult piece was trying to keep the secret of and then now that you know um Les pretty much we uh we moved to a bigger place and so now she kind of has her own workspace as well as I and you know she works from home so she's always here and so we're usually always together so it was really hard to find time to get away to go and like look then the other thing that was kind of funny about the ring is that the ring is obviously a very popular ring and um it kept selling out so i had to like set up alerts for when it finally got back in stock and i had to stalk the ring and then when and then so it went in stock twice and so when it so i missed it twice then that's when i logically was like mika set an alert for the damn thing i finally set an alert her size still sold out but Luckily, I just got the ring and I was like, I can just get it resized. I didn't even think about that. And so I got the ring and in the wrong size, I had to go get those, get the ring resized, get it sent off. Um, and then I picked it up at the beginning of this year. And so it's funny because the ring was actually sitting in my office. Um, we have a filing cabinet. And, and the fact that I know Leslie, I know Leslie so well, I literally knew that she would never look through our shit because she never does like this that like our our filing cabinet holds like all our important papers obviously like our passports and shit like that and i'm always the one to like go get our passports when we go on trips i'm you know i'm the so i'm the one that does all that and like leslie never never does that so even when she's looking for her passport and where she knows where it is she asked me for it so <laughs> i don't know why i was like she's never gonna go in here and she never did and the ring was literally sitting in the house with us in the filing cabinet like that which was like over like in my office space and she never she never even opened the thing never she would have found it too it was sitting right there and so i've like I sh I'm sh i've shown at this point our friends the ring the family <laughs> like everybody knows except for her and um so i want you to describe the last month going into june we got engaged june 7 so you talk about your experience the last month on if you had a clue she says she didn't but i think she did i didn't though because first of all guys let me explain to you this mika has been on a tangent about money for almost a year and i didn't understand why <laughs> like what is happening? You, I would spend $10 and she would lose her mind. I'm like, what well, is $10? Well, now I know that she was stressing herself because she had dropped a significant amount of money, at, unbeknownst to me. But 
I digress. So we we started planning our trip to Barbados last year. And we I've been excited about the trip. Um, but leading up to the trip, maybe two months leading up, um, Mika suggested that we have a photo shoot. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then I went on the website of the resort and we went to Sandals. Um, we fell in love with Sandals when we went to Jamaica last year. So, um, you know, yeah, Sandals is the best, you guys. But with that said, um, Sandals offers 30-minute photo shoots for free. So I was thinking, oh, okay, she wants to take advantage of the photo shoot. But then she suggested what I should wear, which Mika never does this. She's like, why don't you wear something white? You know, the water's so blue. We're going to take pictures on the beach. It's going to be phenomenal. And I was like, okay, so I'm looking for this white dress. My mother's hype about it. Um, everyone's helping me look for a dress to wear. And I'm like, well, is it really that big of a deal? Uh, but okay, I'll get the dress. So I found a dress. Nothing I was like, was a big deal. Nothing like nothing. Yeah, nothing was a big deal. So I, I found a dress that I really liked and I'm like, okay. And then, uh, <laughs> mother questioned, well, what are you doing? And, I'm like, well, I, I think I'm going to get it braided again. And, well, no, you really want to do something pretty, pretty fine. I'm reaching out to my friends. And um, I talked to one of my girlfriends, Melanie. You know, we, we run stuff by one another all the time. So um, Melanie's giving me suggestions. And I, I, I finalized how I'm going to get wear my hair for the photo. Then six weeks up to the trip, mother is bugging me about, a mani patty and I'm like it's not that serious you know I guess I can get my nails done and then maybe a month before she's like mandating how I should get my nails done and I'm like what is going on with her I don't understand and Meek was like well Les you know you you're a nail biter you know we don't want you looking crazy you munch on your fingers just get your nails done I'm like okay whatever she went kicking and, and screaming, y'all. And I'm like, I really did. Cause see, I didn't before the pandemic though. Like you were pretty much like consistently getting your nails and toes. And that was your thing. And I feel like, and I would go with you a lot. And I'm like, but, yeah. but then when the pandemic happened and like everything closed, I think you never really got back in a routine of, you were kind of just like, it doesn't matter. You know, like you didn't yeah. really even really uh, care. So yeah. let me tell y'all though, let me interject here. Les comes home now. I've been asking her to go get it's getting close to a trip now I'm like go get your nails done right like you know oh I'm gonna schedule appointments so I'm like all right cool so then she comes home from Target and she's like um <laughs> look, look I got these um I got these Ulta. Ulta. Oh, oh, Ulta. I thought you went to Target yeah. well I got these press on nails that I want to try y'all I looked at her like girl go <laughs> and get your nails done please because I knew that she was going to get engaged and I knew that you're going to, people want to see the ring. You're going to want to take a picture of it. You know, like I knew what she was getting. I knew it was beautiful. And I'm like, girl, you're going to want to have your ring, your, your nails done. Cause that would have been tragic if she didn't, you know, <laughs> it would have been like, that's a nice ring, but damn, um, what happened up top? Yeah. I don't know. I was, I didn't want to do it. And even two weeks before us, even three weeks before us leaving 
I didn't want to do it. And, you know, just got on me. No, you need to get your nails done. You can't go. And then prior to us leaving, um, I got some roller skates for Mother's Day. And <laughs> I went out skating. No, I am not. Um, I haven't skated since I was a kid. But it's really big in this area. And I'm like, I'm going to get, I'm going to hop on the trend with roller skating. Long story short, I no, was let me, skating. Let me pause you. Like, I got to set the scene for the people. I'm pausing. <laughs> so Les has been on this skating thing for a while, right? And she's like, I want to, I want to skate. I want, because in Charlotte, they have like a, um like a black adult night here where like you see the little line dances, you know, well, and obviously well, she's in her usher bag out. with the residency. So he's skating around and shit. So she's like, I'm about to be out there. So I'm like, okay, you know. So for Christmas, I got her a really nice pair because she's kind of a fashionable woman. And um, I wanted her to get something that I felt Kinda. like. Kinda. Well, you are a fashionable woman, you know. So I wanted to get her <laughs> some really nice ones that when she go, because she's going to have on clothes. So I'm like, get you some nice ones that you're going to have for a while that's going to last you a while. Okay, cool. Bet. That was Christmas. Now, I felt we were safe going to Barbados because her skates that she got for Christmas are like leather. I mean, they're super nice. And so I knew that she wasn't going to skate with them outside. I never thought that she, anything would happen inside, but I thought outside, I'm like, okay, because Leslie is kind of clumsy at times and <laughs> she likes to fall a lot. And so, you know, it was really, it was really suspect. So then she had a bright idea in May. Um, she had gotten like some gift cards and stuff from the kids and shit trickling in. And she's like, um, she's like, um, well, I think I'm going to use this. And I looked on Amazon and I can just get me a little outdoor pair to practice outside. I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, like why in the world? But okay. So I'm listening to her and I'm just kind of like trying to push her. I'm like, Leslie, you don't need that shit. Like we'll get you some outdoor wheels for your other skates. And later, like I just knew it was going to be after the trip. So I was going to just wait later until later and just kind of, but she kept going for months about the outdoor skates. So I'm like, how the fuck do I get out of this? She gets the skates and, and I'm thinking like, okay, she got the skates. They're going to just sit there and she's going to chill. Oh, no, not Leslie. <laughs> she gets the skates and she's like, we got this little, like by our house, we have like this, like kind of like a track thing and you can like go out there and it's like, you can skate on it if you want. Well, I can't think of the, the material it is, but you can go out there. So she goes out there and I'm like, Leslie, please be careful. Like, if you feel like you, you know, you unstable, just come on, come on back to the house. Right. So she's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just going to go slow. I'm just going to play around outside. Okay, cool. <laughs> so then she comes back and she's like, yeah, I fell like her ass hurt. So at that point, I'm like, thank God she didn't hurt herself. Let's just put the skates away for the time being, because I had so much shit planned in Barbados that I knew I had planned that she didn't know and I'm like let's just make it there and I didn't I didn't expect her to get injured for real I was worried that she was gonna fall and scrape herself or shit like that like her legs her arms and I knew we had a photo shoot and then on top of the fact like I didn't want her to have to travel and be fucked up because I mean it's like when you're young and you fall you scrape yourself and stuff it's not a big deal you throw a band on that bitch and it's different when your ass is older and you fall and, <laughs> and you scratching yourself down to the fucking white meat, it's a completely different thing. And that's what I was worried about the most. So then she's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a chill. I done fell, bust my ass a few times out there. I'm chilling. So I'm like, bet. Okay, cool. 
So then the the kiddos in our life come, you know, they're in town and they done talked her into going skating after work one day. So now we're at the skating <laughs> after work and you pick back up, Leslie. So we went skating on Friday night and I took my Amazon skates. I didn't take my new skates because uh, those skates are pretty pricey. They're very, very nice. And I don't want to mess up my new my Christmas skates. So I take my new skates. We go to the skating rink. I'm having a good time. And uh, I think I got a little overconfident and I fall. And it is a really um, tragic fall. And long story short, guys, I break my wrist in multiple places. And uh, it was not good. So I it was fell really, really not good, y'all. It was yeah. Really so good. I fell on a Friday night and I had to have a I had to have surgery on Tuesday, the following Tuesday. And so I really was over it. But um I'm determined that I'm going on my trip. And uh I have the surgery and so I'm really not pressed at all at this point. She's like about a minute. Like depressed not depressed but you're kind of just like bah humbug and I'm like mm -hmm. and it made me feel like I, I didn't know how I I can't even put in the words how I felt but I was trying to be positive because I knew if I would like fussed at her or because I never fussed at you or anything I just kind of was like okay you know shit happens let's just you know let's just try to see what we can do because they had to like literally find room for her to get the um surgery and we were trying to hurry up and get the surgery because th when she fell, it was two weeks before the trip, literally. So we're like, can we get squeezed in like today? Like, let's just look. Can we figure it out? Yeah. yeah. And Shout then, out and, to Dr. Miller. Yeah. And the guy and the doctor, Dr. Miller, he left the room and came back and was like, OK, look, we're going to call you tomorrow and you need to just come to where we say and this is what it is. And so we we're like, bet. But after she had the surgery think that you I don't I think it took some of your excitement away from Barbados do you think so well I was just bummed because you know the injury was so significant and when they put the fiberglass on my arm before the surgery I mean it was fiberglass from the tips of my finger to above my shoulder yeah. so I couldn't do anything and so I was afraid that I was going to be in this horrible cast going to Bar or going to Barbados. And then when we went for, um, to see the, um, go to ortho Carolina, uh, you know, it was explained that of course I would be placed in a smaller cast or splint and it'll be fine. Then they x-rayed me and my heart fell in my stomach to learn that I had to have surgery. And I'm just like, oh, my God, what does this mean? And so I explained to him, you know, I have this major trip coming. We've had it planned for, gosh, we had that trip planned right. uh, about eight months. Yeah. And, you know, I really want to go on this trip. So, you know, I guess he felt super sorry for me. I must have sounded super pitiful. And he worked it out. And I was thankful that. Um, he was able to squeeze me in, but it was just so many rules. And I mean, they really scared me, you know, to be careful with my arm. They're going to let me go on this trip, but I better not do blah, blah, blah. So I gave zero Fs about 
you know, a manicure at this point, and I definitely didn't want to do a pedicure. Um, and I'm just like, oh, I can just, you know, get me to polish my toes, whatever. And my mother lost her mind. Jazzy was like, no, you can't go to Barbados with crusty toes and da 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 da. And I'm like, why is everyone making such a big deal? And the Saturday prior to us leaving to go to Barbados, mine, I still hadn't done anything. And so Meek is like, yeah, so Meek is like, Les, please, you know, I'm going to help back. Um, you know, because I want, you know, I want us to have a good time on this trip. We we can salvage this. And then on that Saturday, she left to go to the wilderness. So um, I think she's mentioned it for you all that she hikes and she likes to camp outdoors. So she's going camping with her friends before the trip. And before she left, she's like, Les, please go get your, your mani-pedi. You know, um, you're going to feel better. And I literally begrudgingly went. I mean, she even circled back and called me that morning. And was like, Liz, I'm like, I'm on my way. But I did not want to go. It was it was <laughs> rough going into the trip. Like, I <laughs> poor, poor Mika. I was in here like, because you didn't know. And I couldn't say like, yo, like, this is important. You like, this trip is important, you know? And even though like it was important to you, like, obviously we spent all this money to go. But you were such in a funk because you were in so much pain. And I was like, was. I didn't know what, I really didn't know what to do besides like support you. But in the same breath, I mean, you know, selfishly, you're like, you don't want your shit to get fucked up. You know, you're engaged. Yeah. You know, everything that you have, you know, planned. For and so eight, I was for like, more, Actually more than eight months, maybe. I don't know how long you had it planned, but I know our trip, we had had planned for about eight months, nine months, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a it was a lot of work, you know. And so so we finally get to the point where we're like, okay, she finally cause she you just didn't you were in a funk kind of like you just didn't it was no excitement really. Like she said she was excited, but not really. And so <laughs> I feel like Monday, maybe the day before we left, when I came back from the wilderness, maybe you might have been a little more once you kind of like got packed. But like usually, mm -hmm. usually before we go on trips, Leslie will already have her shit kind of laid out and kind of in her suitcase, like a, at least a week before or we can like shit. Sometimes too, you 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 pack early, you know, and you'll double triple check and you'll do your yeah, I gotta get like my aunts together. Yeah, so you start packing for a while. So the fact that you didn't do that for Barbados, I was like, okay, like I don't even know what that even really even means. So all right, so we finally make it. She, you know, she's, she has this like cone that she has to have her, um, it's like a cradle cone that she has to have her arm in. So we're like trying to figure out like, okay, like we got to leave early so we can get you through, you know, TSA. We need to get our damn pre-TSA. We still haven't done that shit. Yeah. Pre-check. Yeah. Especially in this, in this, um, you know, in this situation, but you know, I'm like, let's just leave early and get up there. Cause Charlotte airport can be kind of fucking crazy. And I'm like, let's just get up there. All right. So we get it. We leave early as shit. Um, I think I woke Leslie up at four in the morning um, so we can leave kind of like by five to get to the airport a little early. I'm thinking we're doing this early because also she's walking slow and I had to carry <laughs> some of her shit because she obviously has one arm. Um, so anyway, we're going to fast forward some. We get to the airport. We get through TSA, which which they let us go through actually pre-check because they just scanned us probably to the side because Leslie ass is in this cast and all this stuff. 
And then she has metal in her arm now because she has brackets and screws and bolts and plates and all types of shit. So they're over there like wanting her privately and we're get through. This fucking lady comes through with her <laughs> children. And like the thing that kills me about people, right? Like that I'm never going to understand. Like I feel like sometimes like I feel like I, I, I have a family too and I have shit that I need to do too. But it's never to a place that like I'm just rude or inconsiderate inconsiderate to other people right now you see this woman with one arm okay she got her sling on and we're carrying her comb we're trying to pick our shit up this lady like booms the fuck out of leslie like while we're in this tight space and literally hits her arm and i mean she's fresh out of surgery you know what you was we weren't even two weeks from since surgery no Mm -hmm. and uh or it might have been two weeks that day uh and she like hits her leslie's sitting there i can see it in her face she like she's about to cry. I feel like I want to fuck the lady up in the airport and I'm trying to keep it, keep it, you know, light. And also just, you got to throw it out there. We're black, you know? So God forbid if black people be reactionary, even though this fucking lady just boomed the fuck out of you, you know, it would have been a thing. Cause she yeah. didn't give a fuck. She didn't even acknowledge that she like hit her and just trying to get her kids fucking stroller and shit. And I'm like, lady, anyway, I'm getting hyped, but it pissed <laughs> me off. And so that was kind of like a crazy way to start start the morning. You know, when we got there, yeah. so we finally get to our spot. We get on our plane. Cool. The trip to Barbados was tricky because, you know, the when we got our tickets, it was like during like the strike and shit that was going on. Like, I think we got them like the beginning of this year. So a lot of flights were getting canceled and we couldn't find a lot of like just straight through flights. So on the way back, we had a straight through flight. But on the way there, we had to connect her to Miami, like just Charlotte to Miami to Barbados. We on flight. Everything is on time. Everything's good to go. We take off when we need to. We make it there when we're supposed to. But the only thing that was crazy was like, I'm not sure what happened with the transition of because they made us kind of like sit there for a second on the plane. But it was like, what did they say? Over a hundred something people on the plane had connecting flights or some shit. One hundred and twenty nine, and for whatever reason, there was a delay where, um airplanes were waiting to approach the gate the gates and so they're telling us you know uh, be considerate of others if you don't have a connecting flight you know allow those who have connecting flights to um get off first um yeah to to leave the plane so they can go wherever they're designated oh my god we sat there to the point where we had to run through Miami airport. We had to literally run. I think when we got the plane, what are we were like 10 minutes from the fucking flight taking off? Like, yes. Taking and off. so yeah. we finally get to gate. They know who we are. They, they're like, are you Leslie and Mika? And yes, they had to key us in um, to allow us to board the plane, which I'm appreciative, you know. And then we literally sat on the plane with me. Um, before we took off yeah so so we did all that running through the airport um i lost my czar jacket leslie lost her czar jacket which we still have to hear about y'all and but i get it because it was like a hundred dollar jacket i totally get it like you know but it was literally we weren't the only ones running it was everybody yeah. running everyone to was trying to get their flight and if you've ever been mm-hmm. in miami airport we actually our sh- our next gate was far we had to get on the fucking sky tram to get all the way over to make it so if in a perfect world like if they didn't like actually hold and maybe somebody said something we're gonna we would have missed that flight it was we would have yeah it was, it was gone and yeah. what's crazy is the people we met some people on the resort 
they had missed theirs and had to come the next day. And I would have been pissed, you know, because they, I knew the engagement was the next day when we got there. So anyway, so we make it. We didn't. So we're sweating, we're huffing and puffing. Les is in pain because, you know, she got one arm, y'all, and she's not supposed to be doing all this physical shit right now. Next thing you know, they start delaying our flight while we're all sitting on the flight. And we got delayed while we were sitting there for two and a half hours before we even took off. And we still had how long? Three hours left to go to Bar- Barbados, I think. I think we had still, yeah, still three. Had three and a half hours. Yeah, it was time us four. So we were supposed to get there around one, two, and we didn't get to Barbados. Like we didn't get to the resort until damn near like five o'clock. It was like, yeah. it was past check-in time, all of that. And so by the time we got there, like that first night, it was, Barbados was absolutely beautiful. Like I love Sandals. It's one of my favorite places, but Barbados, honestly, I think has just stolen my heart um because i'm literally sitting here like when are we going back that's how much i i just thought it was just it was so just beautiful so now we're in barbados we made it so we got our bags and shit together we we here we here now so i'm like i'm just happy that we fucking made it right i think then i started getting a little nervous because um i also um our friend rachel she was showing me like because i was trying to like i was worried about like them going through my stuff and seeing the ring and like you know, it being spoiled in the airport and all that crap. Cause sometimes they can be weird with like, when you're going through customs and stuff, the shit that you're taking through customs, like you have to kind of like, if it's of of, of a certain amount of money, they can be kind of weird. So I was worried about that. So I had to literally like wear the, I learned that if you have jewelry on you and you wear it, they don't bother you, but they can bother you if it's in your bag because they might pull it out to examine it and do whatever they're going to do. So I'm like stress, I'm like semi-stressed <laughs> going through the airport and all that because you know I'm on an airplane with her and she's right beside me and I'm like do not forget that you're wearing I had a, I wear a necklace every day and so I had it on my necklace and I'm like do not forget that you're wearing this necklace and it took a lot of effort to make sure that the ring was tucked into my shirt and never fell out and I'm surprised you didn't even notice that my necklace wasn't even showing you know my cross yeah, always was hurting. The front. yeah so anyway so anyway so we get there and uh that's when I started getting nervous a little bit. I was more so like anxious, like, okay, I'm ready to do this. But in the same breath, I'm like, okay, like I'm, I can't believe I'm about to do this. Okay. <laughs> so we have our first day. Everything's great. Barbados is great. It's cool. Tuesday, I planned this jam-packed day. I don't know why, but I felt like this was a special trip. We never really leave the resorts when we go on resorts. So I'm like, let's just go, you know, let's see Barbados. You know, we've never been and Barbados is only like 21 miles long it's not a big island at all and 24 miles wide yeah so it's not even big so I'm like let's just go out there so I planned this like shopping excursion um so we can kind of like you know obviously see what they got going on which was nothing but um I also learned later that they actually did have other shit that we could have seen but they took us to this like market that was like kind of crazy so we ended up just going to look at the water and just chilling until our our guide came back and um so Tuesday, this day that we're doing this, I knew we were getting, we were getting engaged that night. So I'm just kind of like looking at her and she looking at me and, um, and I just thought, you know, so then we come back. So I'm like, all right, well, let's chill. You know, we're going to go into the pool. Um, because I had, um, I planned a candlelight dinner on the beach. Um, she didn't know that we had a candlelight dinner on the beach. She just knew we had dinner. I just kept telling her we have dinner. So I'm like, let's just chill before dinner. And, you know, 
So you know how it is at all inclusive resorts. You're drinking, you're parlaying, you're in the <laughs> sun, we dehydrated, we out there. So me and Les, right before Les and I, we get into this conversation that was about absolutely fucking nothing. And <laughs> the fact that like we um we rarely argue like that, but when we do, it's always something stupid that it has n- no reason to even give this much energy to. But that day, we get that energy baby out there, right there on that poolside, and we're <laughs> going back and forth. And I'm trying to just not go into an argument, so I'm trying to just deaden the conversation. I think it was irritating her more that I'm trying to deaden it because she was ready to keep going, and I'm like Leslie, like. I'm thinking in my head, like, she's the only person I know that would just, like, literally ruin their engagement. And she don't even know she's ruining it, but it, it was damn near touch and go there for a moment. Um, and so we, but it was, but it also was a testament of our relationship, I felt like, because I literally was like, Les, let's stop, you know, basically. And we did. And we were able to recover and go up to the room, change, and then, you know, we went into the engagement piece. But what's funny is, when you think about it, us like the old relationship and us from before we wouldn't have recovered we wouldn't have no. we wouldn't have been mad at each other overnight. we wouldn't have gone to dinner it would have been horrible but or we would have both said okay we're gonna suck it up because we're on this beautiful island we paid all this money for this resort and we would have begrudgingly went to dinner still in our fields and it just would have been horrible but no when she said let's let's just that and this and I was like okay cool so I just stopped finished my little cocktail and now it's time to change so when we get upstairs Mika's like well Liz what are you wearing to dinner I was like I don't know you know we'll wear whatever so I had bought this super cute ensemble from from free people. And uh, I'm like, I'm going to put this on. So Mika's like, well, let me see what you're talking about. I'm like, why does she give an F about what I'm going to wear? Because Mika never, she never kind of says, you know, what you're wearing or I want you to wear this, da, da, da. That's not her ammo. But this particular night, and I still didn't think anything of it. I'm thinking, well, maybe she's questioning what I'm wearing because there are certain restaurants on the resort that requires that you be a little more dressed than other restaurants. So I'm like, okay. Then she gives me the sign off on what I'm wearing. So we're getting dressed. And I'm oblivious to everything. And so, you know, we're getting dressed and I done put on my little ensemble and, you know, I got my shades to match my outfit. So we're headed out. And when we walk downstairs, the obvious thing should have been that we're going to dinner and I brought a bag. Cause I brought a tote bag because I, 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 oh, had, I, the, I had the engagement ring in the tote bag and I had, I got her also a Tiffany necklace and like uh, the infinity necklace to kind of like symbolize the day. So I had all this shit that I had to carry to the engagement and she never even questioned like, why are you carrying a tote bag to dinner? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't question. I don't know why. I was just hype about, you know, Barbados was beautiful, you guys. So when we get downstairs and she's like, well, hold on for a second. You know, I need to check on something. But Mika's always got to check on something. So I didn't think anything. (laughs) Shut up. I didn't think anything of it. I'm just feeling the feels of, you know, looking and, you know. And then she's like, well, 
okay, she comes back to retrieve me. And we start walking towards the beach. And I'm like, well, why are we going to the beach if we're going to dinner? And so then I realized as we approach the beach, I see this table for two with these candles and the tiki torches. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's planned beautiful. a romantic dinner. Yeah, she's planned this dinner on the yeah, beach. Roses. And so, yeah, there were roses on the table. And so I'm walking up to the table. I'm like, oh, my gosh, so much thought has been put into this dinner. And so I'm using you know, I'm filming everything and I'm taking pictures and I'm, and I'm so guilty because she was definitely trying to cuss me out y'all by the poolside. Okay. <laughs> just 45 <laughs> minutes prior. <laughs> and so I'm like, Oh, it's so beautiful. And I'm just like in awe of everything. And then as we're seated, you know, um, a photographer comes to the table and he's like, you know, can I take your picture? And I'm like, well, you know, so Mika's like, sure. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is really sweet. So then, you know, the photographer is still standing there. And uh, then Mika said, no, she tells the photographer that he can stay. And I'm like, oh, you know, Mika balling. We don't have a <laughs> shit on the beach. Because, <laughs> you know, for some of you who don't know me, you know, Mika, She's, she can be a little stingy at times, you guys, you know, so I'm like, oh, she's trying to ball and spend some money on the resort with extra pictures, you know, so feel clueless. I can't even tell you what she was saying. I just know she said something about, you know, us being together and I'm her forever travel partner and it still doesn't resonate what's happening. I don't know why. I don't know what was happening. So then she she comes around the table and I still don't understand. And I'm looking at her and she's talking to me. And she's got this smile on her face and she's kind of laughing. And I'm like, well, what is she laughing about? And then I don't know what you said, Mika. I'm sorry. I don't know what I said either. And I'm la I was kind of giggling because like uh get down on like you know damn near both knees y'all because i'm on the beach and it's <laughs> funny it was funny because leslie's in shock and she's just like hugging me and like not even letting me talk the photographer is like i'm about to He's cry crying. and i'm like <laughs> what is going like it was like it was so much going on in this couple seconds of this and then um so i asked her I had to ring i asked her she never responded I had to ask like four times um, because I was like, should I wait for a response or <laughs> is the hug the response or what is this? You know, so finally she responds. She gives me her little finger to put a ring on. Um, it's beautiful. And uh, she's just crying. Yeah, she's so, like, like, are you going to look at the ring? I, I don't know what I was. Yeah, thinking. she wasn't doing anything. Like she didn't look at the ring. Like she just like in shock, you know, and I'm laughing at that point for real. Um. And so, um, so we had a little photo shoot, uh, he, you know, he took pictures of me, you know, uh, proposing, putting the ring on, um, we had a saxophonist that serenaded. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. And, and then it started getting dark. So we had the dinner kind of like at sunset. So it started getting dark and we had, I had, uh, a surfing turf. So I had lobster tail and, and, um, steak and Leslie had lamb chops. So it was just really, really, um, it was really, really beautiful, but it, it happened the way that it should happen. It was perfect. 
And I'm just grateful that like we waited because five years ago, I probably wouldn't have been able to give you that type of engagement. And I'm glad that I was able to give a proper engagement, but I was glad that I was able to do it the way that I wanted. Um, and yeah, just make it super special. So we're engaged, yo. That's what happened. So yes. literally before we left, we damn near had already, so we booked a wedding at Sandals. Um, we had already had the date. We had already had everything when we left the resort, pretty much. So now we're just kind of like. But that's because Mika is a planner. So she basically tells me at dinner what she envisioned <laughs> as far as the wedding and everything. And I take no issue with her vision. So, yeah, we're getting married and we're going to Sandals and we're getting married in Venezuela. And I am completely excited. And um, sometimes I'm still in shock and I can't believe it. Um, and sometimes I look at my ring and I'm like, gosh, and then, um, Mika says certain things like even today, um, she made a statement in the car. We were talking about some stuff and, you know, she made the statement, you know, you know, you are my life and it just makes me emotional because, um, you know, um, it's still, I think about my friends. I have a lot of single friends and, it's very hard to find your person. And then if you do find your person, um, it you know, you might not necessarily, I just appreciate how I'm treated. And I'm, and I'm appreciative of the fact that Mika um, wanted to um, do, do the proposal the way that she did. It means a lot to me that she even thought about the ring because that's not something I even thought about. And um, I'm just appreciative and I'm just completely grateful. And um, I, you know, some people have made a couple of statements that have been jarring for me um, because, um, and that's another topic, but I will say that be patient. And I also think that sometimes people have to um, let go of pretension and some of the things that can be so superficial and minute. And I think that we have to be able to recognize that when a person is presented to you, they could be your person. They just may not be presented to you in the packaging that you you think you want that person to be in, if that makes sense, what I'm saying, yeah. me, you know, you have to be open to knowing that, um, you know, to, to whatever is being presented. It's like you say that you're looking for something, but then, yes, yes. You and you're, and it's not what you might be used to or whatever. And I mean, obviously you were married to a man with me, yeah. so not wouldn't be what people probably shocking for some people, you know, but I think that you were able to just kind of have an openness to see what what could happen, and that's basically what you're what you're trying to say. That's basically what I'm saying is that I allowed myself to take the friendship that we had that was that we still have, and we have a phenomenal friendship. It is an amazing friendship, and um, from that friendship, we have evolved to where we are now, and. Um, yes, this is my second time at the altar, but it 
it feels like my first, it feels like, um, it feels like my first time guys, because I, I'm not saying that I wasn't excited when I got married the first time or anything, but the work that we've put into this relationship, the work that I've put into myself, the work that I've put into this, and not even just pouring into Mika and I, all of you know that when you date someone for a significant amount of time, there's gaps that there's bridges that you cross because you're wanting to bring family together and so forth. And so for Mika and I, it has been a journey in um, bringing our families together and um, having the connections that we have currently. And so when I think about the road to where we are now, um, I am extremely, extremely grateful. And I, I feel like I'm the luckiest girl in the world. So, yeah. Let's <laughs> see. When are you trying to get some gold stars? That's sincere. Yeah. But, it, you know, I concur, you know. And uh, it's been cool, man. So y'all, y'all gotta forgive me for being gone because I've been in crazy land for all year, <laughs> and I think I just like was just stressing myself out and overthinking everything. But um, you know, I'm, I'm totally grateful that you know she said yes. But it's just I've been grateful that we just did the work, you know, did the work yeah. because it's been a journey, but it's been a good journey though. Like you learn a lot about yourself. Um, we learn a lot about each other and I think that we're more equipped to actually have a successful marriage than we were before. Definitely. I agree. So everything I... just kind of happened the way that it happened, but it happened perfectly. I, I personally think. And so um, I definitely don't think it was uh, I'm glad that we didn't rush and I'm glad that it happened the way it did. And um, so I'm going to have to keep you guys updated on how the wedding plan is going. We got, we've, we've sent stuff out to the mail in the mail and um. We're still kind of sending some stuff, but it's been cool, man. It's it's really it's been really fun. You know, we just celebrated one month being engaged and um it's been really fun, you know, to um just be going through this experience with Les and you know, just sit and be in our love bubble. So that's where we've been. That's where I've been, guys. Was there anything else you want to add to it, Les, before we wrap it up? No, just you know, um look forward to hearing more and um, hashtag and the rest is reefsery. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And so, um, and thank you so much for coming on too, hon. Thank uh, you. So, yeah, so I wanted to just spend this episode catching up. This is kind of a long one today, uh, but I haven't been here. So here you are, guys. And uh, just also remind you that, you know, we do have the book club. Definitely hit me up if you want to be, invo be involved and be a part of it. We, we have a group me chat that we all talk to, but it's very much a community, a little community that we're building I'm really excited about it. Uh, it's been my love child, just like this pod is. Um, I've missed talking to you guys. I'm finally back in a normal place uh, with no distractions. And so I can actually give you proper episodes every week again. Um, the ones that still been rocking and rolling, like I actually still have been getting listens this whole entire time and people been going back and listening to old episodes. I really appreciate it. Definitely make sure you leave reviews, like it, um, leave some stars if you enjoy the show. I also want to uh, and also continue following the show. Tell people, tell a friend, tell a friend about the show. Um, don't forget, you can follow me and find me on Instagram at is just my thoughts underscore podcast. You can find me on Twitter, IJMT podcast. And then you can find me also um, on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple podcast, 
pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts, you probably can find mine. And then if you ever want to get in contact with me, you can email me, ijmtpodcast at gmail.com. And then Les, if you want, you can go ahead and uh, pub your information. Um, right now, I really only want to pub um, uh, Swill Wine and Cocktails. You can find me on Instagram at Swill, S-W-I-L-L underscore Wine and Cocktails. Uh, Mickey, Mika has turned me into a foodie, and I've had a phenomenal time um touring charlotte asheville charleston and other areas um sharing my love of food and cocktails or libations and you can also find me um generally on instagram at b-a-b-y-t-l-k i share um shopping tips and other thoughts related to fashion so i encourage you to check it out and that's where you can find me. And I'm on Threads now. We're going to see what Threads has going on. Is Threads like Twitter? Threads? What is it? Well, Threads is powered by Meta. We all know that. So you um, see your ID, right? But yes, and it's a commitment, which I didn't realize until after the fact. So if you join Threads, be prepared because it's linked through your Insta. And uh, the only way to get rid of it is to deactivate your Instagram. Um, but so far, it's been cool. I haven't seen in threads anything that's um, inappropriate, outlandish, crazy. Um, I like that you can just note comments just similar to Twitter. Um, so you can also find me on threads at B-A-B-Y-T-L-K. Yeah. So is it a separate app? It is a separate app. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. So it's not, mm -hmm. through, it's not through your Instagram? Well, it's connected through your Insta, but it is a separate app. So you use your Insta tag still, or is it a different Insta? Is, is it, it your automatically Insta tag or is it a different name? It automatically populates your, um, your Instagram profile and all of that. Oh. So That's it carries your Instagram profile. I don't know what it's like if you don't if you are not currently a member of Instagram, I think it, it doesn't matter. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to look at yours. Cause I don't know. I don't think I'm like, I don't think I'm going to download. I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, you know how I am, but I don't know what people know, but I think I've talked about a lot. I'm like, so anti-social media, um, which is so you can just tell if you go to my page, you kind of, I don't post a lot, but I try to post more for my pod, but, um, I think I, I don't even know if I can navigate another another social media platform. I don't even know. Yeah. And and but I am while I enjoy social media, I am trying to limit the amount of screen time. And that's one of my um goals for the month of July going forward. So um what do you yes. think which which one of the which one of the social medias do you think you spend most time on? Truthfully. It's Instagram. So yeah. I think TikTok. I think you spend more time on TikTok. You think so? I think. Yeah, now nah. you're watching videos. Are those Instagram reels or are those TikToks? What are you watching? Reels. Reels on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Huh. Okay, maybe it's Instagram then. See, TikTok is, you know, uh, brain fart moments for me because um, I don't know if Mika's ever mentioned it, but I'm a cleaner. I love watching cleaning TikToks. I love watching 
um, cleaning hacks. <laughs> I like decor. So I'll watch um, decorating ideas. I love watching people cook. Uh, I cook. Uh, I've been feeding Mika well lately. And uh, even with my broken wrist, have I not? Yep, she engaged woman, y'all. <laughs> she just found her way to the kitchen, y'all. I don't know. But I, I'll, take it. I'll take it. Yeah. I was eat. cooking before the engagement, everyone. But um, yes, I cook. I've been highlighted on Miss Delicious Brown or Cartier Brown's is the page twice now. Very true. This is very true. Her That's a slight flex. A slight flex, everyone. Slight flex. Yeah, I've been highlighted by her twice. But with that said, so if you want to see some of my cooking, you can check me out on Instagram at B-A-B-Y-T-O-K. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, hon. Thank you for having me, dear. And like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here, and I appreciate you. Bye.